Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this brand new episode of Christine Means Business. And today it's going to be a fab, fab episode because I'm not on my own, but I have a really amazing person here with me. And we've just had a quick chat before because we've been on each other's radars, I would literally say for three to four years, where you know you have these people, especially on Facebook, where you're in groups together, where you pop up in each other's feed, you know. But you know, for some reason, we've never connected further, but we've really seen each other's businesses grow. And so I'm really excited today to introduce you to Prina with the Content Bistro. And I'm so, so excited because you literally, had, a couple of months ago, you hit a huge milestone and I invited her for two reasons. One, for her amazing business savviness. And number two is because she has created an amazing business um, based around copy and if you have a business for me it took me a while to understand how important copy actually was and what it was when people were telling to me to talking to me about copywriters I thought it was you know copyright in in way like you know a song that you can't duplicate I had no idea what copy was for the longest time so and I really want to share this with you guys because I am convinced that it's one of the most important pieces in business. And it's actually one of the pieces that I spend a lot of money on, on a regular basis. So whenever I know when I do a website rehaul, even for sales letters, even for my email funnels, now that I have the funds, that's where I spend my money on because I am not a copywriter, least at all, as least of all for myself. So Perna, before we get going though, how are you first of all <laughs> what's going on with you and how did you get into this fab business that you have right now well thank you so much christine for inviting me and yes you're absolutely right we've been on our each other's radars for a while and we've kind of known what you know uh, what's going on and you know in each other's businesses but we haven't really had a chance to sit uh you know virtually like this and have a chat so i'm really looking forward to it um well, to answer your question, I'm a, you know, right, right now I'm a certified copy hacker, certified conversion copywriter, and there are only a handful of us, uh, you know, across the world because Joanna Weeb, who runs Copy Hackers, is very, very selective about who she certifies. So, um, but it wasn't always like this. Um, I started, um, 
I started online with a with a regular mom blog, but this was like way back in the day, um, 2008, yeah, 2008. That's when um, my daughter was born. So I started with a mom blog and that evolved into a content marketing business. Um, and uh, you know, I had a few part-time clients who would ask me to write for them and, um, so that was nice, but then uh, we had a personal um, health crisis, and um, with my husband, and he had to, you know, he was on bed rest. He had to quit his full-time job. So when he started getting better, you know, he's always had the, you know, the entrepreneurial drive and the entrepreneurial mindset. So he was like, "Why don't we give this, like, you know, your parting business a, a shot and see if, you know, if this could be like a full-time thing?" And I was like. <laughs> I'm not sure, but let's give it a shot. And yeah, Isn't so we thought that amazing <laughs> though. I mean, being in a couple and having your partner say, look, I totally, let's go with you. Like, you know, like let's do your thing. I think that alone is just yeah. mind blowing already, but yeah. 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 So no, that was really amazing. And I was like, okay, so we gave it about a year. We thought we'd give it a year to see how things go. And then, yeah, now like 11 years later, here we are. Um, and it's been amazing working with my husband in our business. We've been working together. We've been, uh, you know, we've been married 15 years now and, um, it's, um, it's been a journey for sure. So while I started doing content, creation, you know, I also then started getting people asking me to write copy for them. Like people say, entrepreneurs would say, Hey, you know, you've been writing for us, you know, you know, our business, would you like, we're launching this product. Would you write like a sales page for it? Or would you write emails for it? I was like, okay, but I really need to understand what goes into it because I just cannot take money from people without knowing what's in it. And that is, in fact, I think that's pretty much how we met as well, because I took, um, the first program that I took was Bushra's program on, um, the first program I took related to writing copy was Bushra's um, mass persuasion method. Bushra's yes. Method. Yes. yes. I think that's yes. probably how this whole thing started. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, that was where, you know, and then, um, and then one thing led to another people's, re, you know, like clients really loved the copy I would write for them. And I started learning more and that led to the copy hacker uh, certification as well. And here we are. I think it's fascinating. And I think that also that some people are probably like, okay, copy, I hear this word copy. What does it mean? Why is it important? And I think that's a huge, huge piece of the puzzle. And it's a little bit of like, you don't know what you don't know. So I really want people to actually understand what copy is and become really aware of it. Because I think it has to do with talent as well, but I think also from a lot of copywriters that I listen to, it's also something that you can practice. You know, I do think some people have more skill, but what exactly is copy? So why is, why do we call it copy and not just writing a text? What's the difference, especially because you mentioned it before that you're a conversion copywriter. So just for all the very newbies, conversion basically means that you have a certain number of people being exposed to your content and the percentage that signs up with you, that would be your conversion rate. So how, what is that? How do you even differentiate between good copy and between just sitting down and typing in some text and hoping that, well, hopefully this will explain what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a really good question, uh, Christine. Um, copy is not just words. Copy is so much more than the words you would put on a page. Copy is 
is understanding. Copy is reflecting. Copy is empathizing. Copy is encouraging. Copy is motivating and inspiring people and giving them the tools they need to make decisions that they would feel good and confident about. Copy is anything that moves your readers to, to make a choice, to take a decision. So it could be, like you mentioned early on, you know, it could be the copy on your homepage that encourages your readers to, to go ahead, punch in their details and sign up for your freebie. Copy could be, you know, something as small as a, um, you know, as, as like a Facebook ad that they see scrolling through their feed and it makes them go, huh, this looks like it's for me. You know, they see themselves in that. Copy is all of that. It is not just the words. And um, any good copywriter would tell you that, you know, um, writing is probably the easy part. It's the process that comes before that that you need to spend the most amount of time on so if you're if you're not taking the time to really understand the audience that you're looking to serve um, that's that's like a sign that you're probably whatever you're putting out there it's probably not copy you know? I agree. So, and I, I mean, I have the impact with integrity method. And the first pillar that I do with everyone is branding and niching. And it's actually getting people to understand who they are, what their values are, what they do, because so many people skip couple of steps and they start, you know, setting up their website, writing things down, you know, setting up email funnels, those kind of things. But what you're saying, and that I'm completely agree on, which is why it's my very first pillar is that you have to be clear first, and then you can start, you know, communicating, I guess. Exactly. So, um, so every conversion copywriter would have a proprietary process that they go through um, or a proprietary framework that they lean on to write copy that helps move people through different stages so they can make, again, make the decision that they feel confident about. Because when the people make decisions they feel confident and good about, they're the, you know, chances of buyer's remorse setting in and going, huh, maybe I made this, you know, like I got pushed into the sale and now I don't really need it. I want to back out. You, you're kind of just demolishing that uh, bias remorse right off the bat. So, um, so in my case, for example, I have a framework which is called the connection conversion framework, which starts with building a connection with your prospect, walks the, through, you know, you validate their past experiences, you educate them to show how your method or your program or your process or whatever it is that you want to be known for will help them get the results they have. And then you move to conversion, but you don't just stop at conversion. You bring mm -hmm. it back to connection because it's not just about the sale, right? It is about building a relationship with your customers. It's, a, it's about building a relationship with your audience. So, so when they think of, say, business coaching, they think of Christine Hansen. If they think of, you know, uh, photography, they think of you. you. You need to know, like, every market feels very crowded, especially if you're getting started, especially if you're in, like, already crowded niches like health coaching, maybe, or, you know, um, um, even business coaching, and Christine, you would probably attest to that. Like it feels like almost everybody you look around is a business coach now. So how do you stand out? You stand out by moving your audience through a process where they really align and understand, and they and they know that 
for you, values aren't just, you know, words to be put on a wall or, you know, just to be thrown around to just kind of sound cool. Values are meant to be lived, right? Okay. Everyone's talking about business values, you know, oh, this is my, the, you know, we stand for this. But when it really, and we saw this happen recently, when it really comes down to it, is your business really living those values yeah. or is it just lip service? Agreed. Agreed. And it's getting those words exactly. out there, communicating it clearly that a copyright can really help. And I can totally attest to the efficiency for your business because suddenly you have people reaching out to you saying, I read your website and it was so many of the points hit home. I totally recognize myself in what yeah. you wrote. And I think you probably can, I mean, can, do you maybe have a story where you had a client, you know, struggling maybe, or what were some of the tweaks that you did and it just fell into place? Why should people really, I mean, obviously they should believe us, but what would be an example where you could literally see that magic work of copywriting for someone? Oh my gosh, so many case studies. Like, um, so there's this uh, client that I have, who's who we've been working with, you know, for for several years now. I've written like I think multiple pro, uh, you know, uh, sales copy um, packages for her, launch copy packages for her. Um, she's in a very offbeat niche, like you know, um, uh, real estate education. So that's not you know your mainstream um, business coaching, health coaching niche where everyone's kind of doing the same thing. So this is like real estate education and mortgage loan education, and um, and when in her in her uh, you know like um, the story that she shared with us when she was talking about the results that she's seen working with us she said that you know you really took the time to not just understand me and you know just send me all those questionnaires and those uh, you know things but you also took the time to like literally go through all my Yelp reviews go through all my Facebook reviews to really talk to my students to actually spend time hanging out in my Facebook group and and because of that my you know like I went from making about 4k a month with my courses to making about 20k a month uh, and people have been emailing her. She keeps sending me these screenshots of emails where students say, you know, this is, you know, you just, you gave me chills and this is, this is what I've been experiencing. And I'm so glad you're talking about this. And so, so yeah, there's that. Then there was this, uh, this, this another, uh, you know, case study that happened very recently. It's, um, it's, um, an online educator and she's got a program again in a very offbeat niche which is um helping parents navigate uh technology with their teenage <laughs> kids so you know again it's so offbeat like i love working with businesses that are in offbeat niches and you know where you where the work that you're doing is making like huge impact on the people who are taking your courses. It just excites uh, me so much. So uh, in her case, for example, like she had um, a really, really solid um, launch for her second program. And um, it's funny because Pat Flynn made the introduction. He introduced us and she's taken his workshop and things like that. And she was like, and she said, I'm just so grateful. Like Pat introduced us because you really, it, it would have taken me months to yeah. come up with a sales page that, you know, that just nailed everything that my audience was uh, struggling with. And I, I was like, yeah, wow. So, and it's not just the big things, you know? So yeah, you need a good headline. Yes, you need, you know, um, a good lead copy. You need, your offer needs to be clear. And of course your offer itself needs to be strong. As a copywriter, I cannot, you know, like help yeah. you. 
your offer to start with isn't strong enough or isn't tailored and specific enough to helping your audience solve that pain. But yes, you need all of these pieces, but sometimes it's also the small things, you know, it's small mm. things like, are your bonuses on point? And are those yes. bonuses really helping your audience, um, you know, move to the next step or solve another, you know, like a smaller problem that would be holding them back from, um, moving forward or removing an objection that they may have. Oh, I, I don't know how to do this. So it doesn't matter. I have a bonus to help you do this. So, yes. yeah. And that's, you know, so it's, it just goes way deeper um, than that. And when I work with, with businesses like copy, like conversion copy is, is of course my specialty, but because I've worked on so many, like literally so many, I, I haven't counted, but it must be, you know, at least, Oh, close to a hundred evergreen launches and launches like time sensitive launches. I know what works, what doesn't work. So it really, really helps for me to like kind of look at your offer and go, you know what? You probably need to add a bonus to help your audience. Yeah. So oh, that's not- amazing. That's such good advice. I mean, if you have someone who can see that, that's invaluable really. Yeah. So don't just look at the big, big things, the big elements, but also look at the smaller things, you know, What's your guarantee? Are you reducing resistance with that? And sometimes, you know, you may decide, okay, I don't want to offer a guarantee. That's fine, but you need to put it on the page and explain why. Why does it make sense for you not to offer a guarantee? And why is it good for them that you're not offering a guarantee? Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's things like your frequently asked questions. Instead of using placeholder copy that, you know, doesn't like it's just taking up space quite frankly think about what are the questions like someone scrolled like right till the end of the page they probably are interested they still got questions like what is it that they need to know from you that could help them click that big buy now button so don't just focus on the big things like yes focus on the big things but also pay attention to the smaller elements when you're looking at copy I agree. And one of the things that I find that is so helpful is your blind spots. I think when we're writing copy, it's, and I see it with my students or my my clients all the time. It is so hard to write copy for yourself because you have all of these blind spots and it's easy to do it for others. I can write copy for other people, like not professionally, but I can definitely help them make it sound just better. And I know what to do. I couldn't write copy for myself if like, my life depended on it. Like it's crap and I just know it's crap. I don't like it. But when I explain it to someone else and then they take those words and you know write about it, it just works. So I think, I don't know, do you have an idea why that is? Sometimes a couple of reasons. One, you're too close to your brand and your business to you know um and that happens with copywriters themselves you'll often find copywriters hiring other copywriters to write with them because it's you know you're just too close to your brand to your you know offer like you said blind spot so it becomes easy for someone else to go okay could you dig deeper into this to really peel back the layers of what you're bringing to the table or what is it that your audience is struggling with so you're not just looking at the superficial level um, so there's that you're too close to your business. The second is, um, you probably haven't spent enough time walking in your audience's shoes, you know, yeah. where you feel like, and, and honestly, this isn't, isn't 
you know, um, this isn't something that you should skip. And like you said, it's part of the program that you teach as well, which is like a really good thing. So if you're going through like Christine's program, you know, you've got that covered, don't skip that step. But it's so important to understand understand your your customer on a level that's not just, oh, 18 year old, 18 to 25 year old female yes, living yes. in, you know, suburban, um, I don't know, New York or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So you want to go beyond the demographics. You want to think about what is it that's going to keep, that keeps them awake at night. You want to know what really irritates them when they're, you know, say standing in this cool pickup line. You want to know what kind of arguments are they having with their husband about, you know, investing in their business. You want to know what, what dreams do they have themselves and for their kids you really want to spend time getting to know them on a deep emotional level mm -hmm. so then you can understand what would help them make a buying decision especially you know when you're writing sales emails and sales copy for programs that you or services uh you know that you want to sell um you really really need to spend a day in your customer's life and just yeah. walk with them. I find that I think think that's very very true. I think it's a skip that a lot of us like some of us had you know their own journey and then they coach whatever struggle they had, but a lot of us don't. You know, so especially in my other business for Sleep Like a Boss, I never had sleep issues, right? So it was really hard for me, and it actually took me quite a while to work with other people until I had the material to really nail it instead mm -hmm. of just guessing. So doing the research is a huge part of it. And I find that, and that's so interesting what you said, that the work is before actually writing is that you won't do it unless someone is actually giving you assignments. And it's a huge part of working with a copywriter. And I just noticed again, I have someone writing my email funnel for Sleep Like a Boss. They interviewed past clients. They looked at testimonials that I've gotten. They actually interviewed, like literally called some of my past clients out and asked them about what their experiences was, you know? So there's so much work going into it that you underestimate, but it will really pay off. So that is just a huge thing. What I'm saying to people before they spend lots of money on softwares and bells and whistles, copy to me, honestly, is one of the most important investments that you can make. Having oh. someone helping you with that, it's not just to have a website that has great text, but it's also to give clarity to you because very often, as you say, you have a process that will make it so much easier for you and everything you're learning is going to help you to create all the other content in your business as well. So I've done it in multiple ways and for different purposes. One was to get more clear on my story, what my story actually was, and then others are just, you know, email funnels and some might were just a sales page. So I think everyone has a little bit of their kind of specialty focus but what I was going to ask you is obviously you're a conversion copywriter so a lot of it is for sales but how did you I know that you have a very successful business and I remember just seeing a post recently where you celebrated with your husband that you I don't know what threshold it was that you just did but it was it was it like a profit margin of like a six-figure profit margin in March or something like that where I was just like oh my god she's amazing so <laughs> you built your business obviously you've been in it for a while too but you've built it in a way that it's hugely successful so 
apart from the copy, which obviously is going to be amazing because you're a copywriter, or at least you know who to ask to write your copy, what were some of the things that were maybe surprising to you or what are some of the things that you think are the most essential for you to have a successful business? Well, uh, wow. Thank you so much. And yes, we, you know, we've been in business for a while and we've been, we've always been there. Like once we crossed our first year, we knew that we were in this for the long term. So we knew that we wanted to build a business that was focused on our ideology of what we call sustainable scale. We do not, you know, we wanted it to, we didn't want our business to run our life. We wanted our business to integrate with our life. And that's something that we've always, always focused on. So that was super important to us right off the bat, right from the start. And um, especially what happened was like a few years into the business, we realized that like, you know, the way we were working wasn't very sustainable. We needed to kind of uh, cut back. And, you know, I think there's that, you know, aha moment for many entrepreneurs where you realize, okay, like, listen, I want to be doing this for a while now, and this is not how I want to do this. So we need to, you know, like look at, so that's when my husband and I, we, we decided like, well, we framed our ideology into, into what we call sustainable scale and that we can grow without getting burnt out. So yeah. that was one of the key things that's really, really helped us. Um, the other is, um, so that, you know, that often means saying no to things that aren't the right fit. It also means, you know, letting, you know, just kind of putting things on the back burner and understanding that, you know, yeah. you'll deal with them later, not right now. Yes. And focus on what would really move the needle for your business. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And the second thing is, you know, um, that's been really huge for our business and the way we've grown. So we, I'm not sure like a lot of your listeners know this, but I don't live in the US. I live in India and we work with clients all over the world mm -hmm. you know, and some pretty amazing clients at that. Um, and the reason we've been able to do this is because a, like I shared, you know, I would never show up unprepared for a job or a project like that I've been entrusted to do. So you always want to be in integrity with yourself and you're working with your clients. So you, you can, so they know that they're, you know, they're getting your best self. Uh, yes. so you show up and you deliver. So that that's led to like uh, you know like i shared we worked on multiple projects with like the same client and so they you know it's like the real estate client we've done we've worked together for over two years now we've done <laughs> almost 14 15 projects together like she's been launching different courses and i've been writing the copy with a lot of other clients you know we've worked on multiple projects with uh with pat flynn we've done two different projects with vanessa Lau, I'm currently working on probably the third or fourth project so it's been, you know, the reason is a, yes, you need to be really, really good at what you do. And, um, B you, you know, you build those relationships, you build those, you know, it's, and that's the, that's why the connection conversion framework is the cornerstone of, um, of how we write copy as well, because it isn't just about, you know, signing on a client. It's about building a relationship. It's about connecting with your client in a way that would be, that's, that's, fun and exciting and beneficial for both of you. Um, so those are a couple of things that have really um, helped us kind of grow our business to where it is right now. And um, yeah, um, very, very excited about what's, what's coming up next as well. 
<laughs> so what is coming up? That's what I'm going to ask you right now. So if people are super excited right now, like me, and I have to warn you, I'm hiring so many people from my podcast. Like we also have the 360 health-based podcast with Kendra and I'm regularly, both of us, we hiring so many people from our podcast because we're talking to them. We're like, oh my God, this is amazing. So Kendra and I both hired a lot of people after interviewing people on our podcast so if people are like me and they're like super excited and they're like wow this i mean just humble brag but pat flynn hello she's been working with him so if they're like well my copywriter has worked with pat flynn how do they get in touch with you what do you offer because i know you have a different range of services that you offer so Glenn, can you quickly tell us about that and how people can stalk you lovingly as i always say <laughs> Sure. Um, so yeah, I specialize in launch copywriting, uh, both time-sensitive launches and evergreen launches. Um, and so that includes the whole shebang, like sales pages, email sequences, strategizing with you, you know, all your upsells and downsells. So like whatever you need to pull off like a successful launch without feeling like you're walking through quicksand or really want to curl up in a corner and cry. Yes. Well, that's me. So yeah. Good. So I, uh, on the services side of things, that's that's what I specialize in. On the consulting side of things, we also work with service providers who want to scale the business, focused using the sustainable scale approach that my husband and I use. So we we've got a couple of programs for that. We've got profits on tap where we teach service providers how to package their services um, and scale their business. And um, then we've also got Momentum Mise Plus, where we work, uh, which is a very small group, um, mastermind meets strategic mm -hmm. consulting one-on-one, -on -one, but they also have a group element. So we work closely with them to create custom action plans. That's more for seasoned entrepreneurs who want to move to the next level. They're, you know, entrepreneurs who are making probably six figures right now or touching that, uh, but want to, you know, make it consistent and sustainable. Um, yes. And then what we're really excited about is what's coming up in September. So I don't know when this is going to go out, but in September, we're launching Ready to Sell. That's going to be um, our program for you know, course creators and coaches who want to sell um, on evergreen mode and would yeah. like the frameworks or quote-unquote recipes to write the emails, to write the sales yeah. copy, to write the content pieces, all of that, including like things like blog articles and social media and all of that. So I'm going to share my, you know, my frameworks, my secrets of, over the last couple of years that I've used and tested out on different launches in that program uh, with you. So that's going to happen in September. I cannot wait for that to happen. If you do have an affiliate program, do fill me in because I'm definitely going to recommend this and it's going to be golden. I already know. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Perfect. So, Pruna, if they want to find you, um, what is the easiest way? Should they head to your website? Is there any social media platform that you hang out the most? Condenbistro.com is our website. So that's the best place for you to go, especially if you'd be interested in knowing more about Ready to Sell when it does come out. Mm -hmm. And um, also if you want to kind of just check out the site and, you know, have a look around. But um, Content Bistro on Instagram and on Facebook will be the best places for us to hang out socially and chit chat. 
Perfect. So if you hadn't known Prina before, then say hi, let her know that you heard her on the podcast here and um, do reach out. I mean, people are sometimes intimidated, but I swear to God, like she's really quick in answering. and <laughs> She's lovely. So do reach out. And I do hope that this has helped a little bit with the idea of what copy is, why I deem it as one of the most important features of your business, why I really recommend investing into it much before you invest in a fancy email marketing software or into, I don't know, any other software that might help you. Copy needs to be like after you get clear on who you are, what you want to do. That is to me really what you should save up to into a good copywriter. It's an experience like no other. It's going to change the needle on your business for sure. So make sure you check Prina out. Also, if you're a little bit further ahead and want to scale your business, I think this is super, super exciting. And I'm actually going to talk to Prina right now after we finish this because I'm looking for another copywriter for the travel experiences that are going to launch very soon. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, that would be it for this episode. You will hear me again in two weeks on a solo episode and then we'll have an interview again two weeks after that. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Pruna, so much for all this knowledge that you've shared with us. It's been amazing. Thanks so much for inviting me, Christine. It's been a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Bye. Alright, and here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.